This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. Today's guest on Valley Views is Stacy Coberly, dental hygienist, and we're celebrating Dental Hygiene Month as we record this. Stacy is the owner of Peak to Peak Dental Hygiene. Stacy, welcome to the program. Thank you, Gary. Now, what possessed you to lean towards being a dental hygienist in the first place? Growing up, I had two aunts that were involved in dentistry. They persuaded me into the profession. I knew I was going to be healthcare of some sort. I just didn't know which avenue. And then I worked with one of my aunts in the dental office that she was an assistant for, and I discovered that I loved it. Now, what's the process of becoming a dental hygienist? How long does it take, and what's the process? They have various programs, and there are associate-level programs, bachelor's, master's, etc. The process is generally some prerequisites um, are in, in task uh, initially, and then I did two years of study, uh, hygiene-specific. And then once I was done with that, I had two different degrees, one uh, associate of applied sciences, and then the other one was an associate of dental hygiene. Okay. And how long does that whole process take in general? It can take up to about four years. They are doing some different programs now because there is such a demand and high need for dental hygienists, as we know in our area as well. It's like that across the United States, actually. And so they are doing some faster tracking schools where they can go and complete in about 18 months' time now. Okay. So let's talk a bit about dental hygiene. What is the recommended frequency of a patient to visit a dentist, would you say? You know, with a dental visit, generally you want to go at least and see your dentist once a year for sure. For dental cleanings, that's where the hygienist comes in. Most people we can do about two cleanings a year, so every six months. Other patients do require some more frequency. Those who are more susceptible to gum disease, they need to come in every three and or four months at that time, just so we can disrupt the pattern of the bacteria that's causing the damage and the issue in the mouth. And what are the common dental problems? Common dental problems, the number one reason people generally lose their teeth is due to gum disease. The bacteria attacks the bone and the gums that are holding and supporting the teeth. And therefore, when the foundation is getting disrupted due to this bad bacteria, then they start to lose what's holding the teeth in. Something that I do is also cancer screenings. I'm looking for lesions or anything abnormal in the tissues. With more frequency and more eyes on things, we can catch stuff early in its earlier stages, which is super important. And then you have your cavities, decay, things like that, a lot of times caused by diet and or poor oral hygiene care. And what is the culprit from a chemical or biologic point of view for the various problems? Is it bacteria? or it, it is. It is solely a bacteria. That's also with cavities as well. It is a, it's a different type of bacteria that causes these issues. If a new patient comes to see you and you look in their mouth for the first time, I imagine you can tell some amount of history. Absolutely. What, what can you tell? Yeah, so in looking, you can definitely tell diet, amounts of sugar involved, uh, potentially. There's differences in people's diets as far as like somebody who's to eat more of a raw vegetarian diet of sorts. They tend to have cleaner mouths than those who eat processed foods such as potato chips and such. Stacy, let's talk a bit about diet. You mentioned that. What are the worst things for your teeth? Well, obviously sugar is number one. That's at the top of the list. 
things like high fructose corn syrup, things that are in sodas. I suspect processed foods are, are bad. Yeah, processed foods like uh, potato chips, cookies, things of that nature, complex carbohydrates. The pH level gets dropped in the mouth as we are eating those types of food, and especially with sugar. And then that's when the bacteria goes to work and causes these issues with the drop of the pH in the um, level of the mouth and the acidity and then the sugars go to work on the teeth. So the same recommendation that a doctor would give for just general health probably fits pretty well for uh, dental health. Yes, they kind of coincide together. The mouth is the entrance to the body, and it affects everything that we put in there. affects how the rest of our body is. And I suspect poor dental health can lead to problems elsewhere in the body that one might not think of. Anything come to mind? Absolutely. Heart disease is right there. The bacteria that causes gum disease, periodontal disease, is linked to heart disease. Others, um, diabetes, they are doing studies now, of course, with dementia, Alzheimer's patients. There's finding that, that the bacteria that causes gum disease is very prevalent in early onset. And so they're trying to determine if it's something that bacteria causes these issues or if it's just as the, um, as the disease develops, it becomes very prominent for these people. Okay. Let me ask, we're uh, kind of in the later stages of COVID around here. Being a dental hygienist or a dentist, one is very close to the patient. How did COVID affect your job? COVID had several different layers of effects in the dental world, for sure. We lost probably, I think the last number I heard was, it was 63% of the dental hygiene force in the country quit. Mm -hmm. Most of it due to COVID, the fear, practicing. We are, we're we're kind of in the forefront of, of all of that. So a lot of dental hygienists have dropped out of the field. I know someone that was wanting to schedule an appointment with a dentist and had to wait for months And it wasn't because of the dentist time. It was because of the dental hygienist availability. How widespread is that uh, locally and across the country? We're seeing it everywhere. Obviously, in our local towns, we are, that's kind of the forefront for it. Across the country, though, are experiencing the same issues. Just spoke with office that I used to work for in Fort Collins, and they are just trying to find hygienists to come in, even temporarily, just to kind of relieve some of that pressure. So here's a rural issue. Fluoride is commonly part of a city's water to assist in dental health specifically. We still live in a town where that was the case. Now we're on a well, so fluoride is not part of the system. How big an issue is that in rural areas? A lot of people that have well water lack the fluoride that is is great for prevention of cavities and just keeping overall oral health there. It's something that you could do some additives. You can add fluoride yourself to your diet. There's tablets that you can add. It is kind of the way to protect the masses with decay because uh, decay is such a uh, major thing that runs in our smaller town areas as well, unless there is fluoride in the water. Okay. When we're talking about dental health, how big an issue is genetics? Do you find people who don't do much on their teeth and yet they're great? Yes, that is a big factor. Genetics plays a big role in how the overall oral health is and how the teeth are. Okay. Now, Stacy, you've got a mobile unit that you use. You visit Westcliff. 
you visit uh, Howard, you visit Salida. How is that different from going to the office every day? Well, as we were talking before about the need for hygienists in the area, the idea kind of behind the mobile unit is trying to get into these towns that have less access to dental care and trying to bring that to them in the hopes of somebody may not want to make the drive from Howard to Westcliff or to Salida in, in respect, you know, to make it to the dentist. And so if I can at least bring that type of level and care to them, there might be more people get seen for dental, dental health. Now, I had the occasion to tour your vehicle. It uh, looks pretty complete. It's, compare it to an office. Is it 80% of the equipment, 100%? Uh, how, how would you compare it? It's 100%. I'm fully operable. I offer x-rays, um, digital x-rays. I have a sensor that I have uh, plugged into my laptop. And then the x-ray machine itself is a handheld device called a Nomad, which is great because it goes with me everywhere. <laughs> and in a regular office can be taken room to room. I have my, obviously, my chart charting and everything is, is set up on my software system, which is with my unit itself. And then the compressors, the vacuum system, the air water is all in a very compact design. They make these for a lot of people that travel outside of the United States and do, or not even necessarily out of the United States, that do more of a, a mobile type of dentistry um, out of the country, in different cities, in different areas. And so that is all confined into my mobile unit, and I have everything I need and uh, the space in which I have is I've tried really hard to make it really comfortable and inviting. Mm -hmm. Stacy, I know you need to get back to work, but if someone wanted to find out more information and get in touch with you, how would they best do that? Yes, I have a number, 719-429-0620. You can call or text me on that. I also have a website, that, which is great. It has a link to request, a, request an appointment. You can also choose what area you are in. Okay. Uh, Stacy, what is that website? Yes, it's www.peak2peakdentalhygiene.com. All right. Any final thoughts for folks out there? Uh, what would your recommendation be just for the average person out there in Radioland in terms of keeping up their dental health? I would have to say that dental health is obviously very important. It's, as I might have mentioned before, you know, it's kind of the entrance to everything. There's so many other ailments that are affecting our society, and that is um, a great way to start with just general overbody wellness is by having your teeth cleaned and checked out by your dentist or your dental hygienist regularly. Great. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you. We've been visiting with Stacy Coberly dental hygienist in recognition of Dental Hygiene Month. My name's Gary, and we'll see you next time on Valley Views. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 6 p.m., and again on Saturdays at 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM. Walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground. I'm walking on a rainbow.